following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. You can call us at 1-855-LAW-RADIO. Talk to us about any legal issues that are going on. There's so many things happening. Uh, we are a politically neutral radio law talk. We like to lay out both sides. Um, that is a little bit of a uh, breath of fresh air from all the political talk out there. We like to... Uh, have fun and banter a little bit with the latest cases. As we always say, we would never be here without a few people. Johnny Depp is one because Johnny Depp's always got a lawsuit going somehow. Not always, but it seems like sometimes. I, I actually I heard from a listener uh, this last week who listens to us on a regular basis and said it's just refreshing not to hear all the political stuff. You tune into every talk radio show out there, and they're all talking about what's going on. And by the time you're listening to the 6 o'clock talk radio shows, you've heard the same things regurgitated probably a dozen times. That's exactly right. This, this is different. And they do. Uh, but we have a lot of stations that do ask us to go three by five. That means that means three hours a day, five days a week. And we look at each other going, we're not making enough money. In fact, we don't make hardly any money in this show, so... Therefore, we're not going to do that. But we enjoy doing it. This is fun for... But when we do, three by five, here we come. That's right. We're going to come hard. (laughs) We're going to come hard and fast. So, uh, yeah, we're we're excited about Radio Law Talks moving forward. Honestly, the reason we haven't gone three by five is we haven't found... We haven't found a commercial deodorant that is reliable enough to allow the three of us to be in the same room for three hours and and not be offensive. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. We, knew we knew that was coming. Today, hey, we're going to have another case or no case, speaking of that. Uh, we are going to uh, talk about uh, a little bit about the NFL TV rights or is going to the Supreme Court. We're going to talk a little bit about Weinstein. We've got some other legal topics to talk about, but the most in- Two most important thing we do this this uh, final hour of our show is we we do uh, what's called quick takes. We're going to say what we think out of all the time we talk. What is the most important thing that you should take from uh, our three hours here? Now I know we're not supposed to say we're three hours because some thank you very much those radio stations out there carry us one, two, or three hours. But go live to www.radiolawtalk.com. And you can listen live. So if your station carries it for one hour or two hours or all three, you can still go and listen live to our show, Pacific Time, 9 to noon. You can also go to our website, www.readylawtalk.com, and listen to podcasts. And you can search the podcast by subject matter. So if you have a particular interest in something we've talked about in the past, Look at the podcast and listen. Yeah, don't type in Weinstein because it'll all, it'll all come up like yeah. somebody, somebody it'll scrolling for about an hour. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Oh my gosh. So, um, and the final thing is, is that that you have to understand is the case or no case. Uh, we get to 12, 50 points, and the first one to 50 points uh, between the three of us, the other two co-hosts have to buy a dinner of their choice at, a, at wherever they want to go. Or something. Or something. I don't want to do the something because I worry about what Todd <laughs> will pick. 
And, uh, and Todd's halfway there. <laughs> yeah, so Todd's ahead of us, and, and that's why we're, we're, we're trying to catch up with Todd, Denise, and I. Remember, when we do case or no case, it's Cal is either tricking us and there's no case, or it is a case, and we have to say what the verdict is. So, Cal, let's roll. Case or no case. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! No, right. not really. I've been losing so T- much. True. Today, they take you into the world of foot fashion. Ooh. Christian Louboutin makes very nice and expensive shoes. So does Yves Saint Laurent. Red pumps with red soles, both of them. Yves Saint Laurent said they have patented and reserved red pumps with red soles as a copyrighted design. But as soon as Yves Saint Laurent came out with their red on red pumps, Lobotine called the legal department and said, stop them please, for that is our shoe design. And so Denise, I get to go to you first here. What do you think? I think that's kind of apropos that you want to be first. I would think so, yeah. So, Case or no case? Oh, that just red sounds... Red on red shoes. This is red shoes with the bottom of the soles red. Red. Yeah. And not necessarily the top of the shoe red. Yep, red on red. It's okay. a red on red so design. Wh- that was the fight. The yeah. one that I don't know who. Who claims that they first created... Lobotine. Lobotine. And, and Liv Saint Laurent came out with their version, and Lobotine said, I do not think so, monsieur. <laughs> Wait a minute. What was that again? Repeat that. No. I do not think so, monsieur. <laughs> monsieur. Lobotine. So, designer fashions, you can actually uh, protect um, your designer fashions. Even if it seems obvious, even, right? Yeah, even if it's something as simple as a red um, pump on the bottom. And and I know what you're talking about. Everybody wears them because they, they stand out as um, a very significant, expensive designer it's shoe. It's a very hot style and very yes. expensive, yes. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm going to say that there it, there was no copyright. They didn't perfect their design patent or whatever it is that protects this. I don't do that type of law, but it could be patent. It could be copyright. I'm going to say that there was no copyright and that red is just too common of a color so that that they lose. Well, there's the country song, Blue Ain't Your Color, but it doesn't apply here. Mr. Penny, what say you about the red on red pump? It's a scenario, but not a case. Move on. Go to Todd. Mr. Kunin, what say you? Boy, they have both <laughs> taken what I was going to say. So the question is, who do I want to hitch my wagon to? Hmm. Tough one, huh? I am going to say that I will, even though I did this in the first hour and it cost me dearly, I'm going to go with Fred. This is a uh, scenario, but this ended up being no case. That's really interesting. Oh, can I say something? You may, madam. Because I give a lot of credibility to uh, Todd and to Fred because I think – they did it right. It's not a case. You just did this so you could do your French accent. It is true. Wait a minute. The French no. accent. Denise, what did you? You said it was a case, right? I did, and I said that Louis Vuitton lose. Hmm. 
That's fascinating. It's really, it's just fascinating to hear you guys figure this all out. How so, much time do we have? Are we, can we like I tease think, this or not? See, I'm just looking. We got 13:45. Yeah, we got two minutes here, so we okay, can do this. We can do, do this right let's now. So it. I'm going to resolve this matter. For those of you who say it was not a case, raise your hands, please. That would be Fred and Todd. Oh, oh Denise wins. Oh, Todd, don't hit your wagon to me. <laughs> Denise is smarter. I know now. Well, now you tell him. Okay, now here's the here's the deal on this whole thing. This is a fascinating case because it seems counterintuitive. So what happened is the Battle of the Red Shoes was one of the most tediously drawn out legal battles in the fashion industry ever. When? What year was it, Cal? Uh, fairly, About. Fairly, uh, in the late 1900s, I oh, believe. okay. Uh, 19, you know, 90s. Uh, before the yeah. turn of the century. Louboutin filed the suit. A New York federal court finally held that the Red Soul trademark is valid on all shoes except for Red over Red. The judge said that's too obvious, and he said good news for Lobotin. The ruling applies only to uh, Yves Saint Laurent, but to all footwear designers. Anybody can now do a red over red, and there's nothing Lobotin can do about it. Lobotin got their way. Yves Saint Laurent, they got a bunch of legal bills. And that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, is... Wow. Wow. Or no case over red shoes, no less. But it was a big deal, apparently. Big, big deal. Well, good job, Cal. So that is uh, two points for Denise. Yep. I've got zero point. No. You've been skunked, man. I've, yeah, I got zero points this whole day. Yeah. It is not a good day for me. No, and Todd so. got two. Two and two, and I'm zero. So I'm way behind. What is it, Denise? How far? How bad is it? Um, Todd's at 25. I'm at 19, and you're at 14. So it's not that bad. All right. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the NFL heads to the Supreme Court about TV rights. And uh, when it comes to TV and the NFL, that's just a few bucks, That's Cal. That's the mother's milk of the league. Just a few <laughs> bucks. I mean, it is. It's we'll be back. Yeah. Don't leave us. Stay tuned. There's much more Radio Law Talk coming right up right here. You stay there. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. 
But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick quack car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick quack car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick quack car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose, online, with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com. LettyandCompany.com I'm a veteran. We hit a mine in Vietnam. When I came home, I didn't know where to turn. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. My victory's been never giving up hope. My wife is always there to remind me we have a life to live. DAV provides a lifetime of support helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran, but after I got out, I spent two years alone and homeless. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was finding the support to get back on my feet. Now I'm getting things right with my family. I finally admitted, with my PTSD, I wasn't doing well. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Now I wish I'd found DAV sooner. I am a veteran. My victory is just enjoying each day. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. Radio Law Talk. Hello. Okay, here we are. Here we are. Todd Kuhn and Denise Dirks here. Uh, Cal Hunter. Cal, how are you? I didn't ask this when we got started today. Yeah. How are you doing, Cal? Really well, thank you. How about yourself? Uh, you know, outstanding, like a farmer in his the field. field. Yes, you exactly. Know, just, yeah. don't just trot out all the bad dad jokes. NFL, we talked about that. Denise, um, I don't know if you had a chance to really dig into this NFL case about what's going on here, but anytime we talk about a case, it's either liberty or money. <laughs> For the most part, it's either somebody's going to go to jail or somebody's got to write a check. Uh, and, and Or somebody's going to get told they have to do something. Yeah, somebody's get I told. I think it's three kinds of relief, right? Yes, and, and with this, this NFL case, as soon as the Super Bowl is over in 2020, the NFL has a case that's going to be heading, I believe, to the Supreme Court to decide an issue that deals with the ability to show out-of-market games and stuff that went on with DirecTV. Denise, what, what, what do you take of this? Uh, first off, 
What's what's your pleasure, Denise? Are you a college football fan or are you a pro football? Which do you like? I'm an Oregon Ducks fan, and Oregon Ducks just... How about just, their win last night? Oh, huh? my gosh. Wasn't wow. that beautiful? Well, it all depends if you're a Utah fan or not. Well, yeah. oh, that's probably yeah. true. Right. You're right. a Utah right. fan, huh? No, I'm um, just saying it all depends. It's all fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're a Utah fan? So, the... Um, Am I? Yeah, are you no. a Utah fan? Who who did they beat? What happened? Utes. Oregon they were playing Ducks a Pac-12 championship the... game, and they played, and Utah got their little collective Utah feathers handed to them. Let's put it that way. Yes. Okay, interesting. Well, all right. So have you ever heard the term antitrust? Sure. Okay. What so does it mean? You, you hear this a lot with the NFL. The NFL has been deemed exempt to a certain extent from the antitrust provisions. Antitrust is a thing that started out it, when you have a, an economy that is a, a capitalist economy like we have, there does have to be a protection in place basically for this. The, the idea behind a capitalist economy is that the consumer should have a bunch of different options to choose from and that the, the consumer gets to choose which option is the best for them. However, if it goes too far, a, an overly dominant company can do something that would ultimately destroy that option for the consumer. If they get too big, then they buy everybody else out, and now there's no choice for the consumer. If you want this, you have to go with that, say, with that company. And so his, via the monopoly or the Walmart theory in a small town. Exactly. Yes. And, and historically, we have seen the government come in and break up certain entities. That, well, they did it with AT&T way back in the day with telephone companies, and they broke them up so that consumers would have the ability to choose. Uh, I, I want to say they did it with energy at some point in time. Tried um, it in California. It blew up on our faces. Stopped that, it. That's, yeah. So they, they tried that. There was a threat at one time to, uh, to go after Microsoft because you're so big that nobody else can compete with you. You've heard people raise this with regard to Google and Facebook and Yahoo. And I think those are still out there. There. They're still yeah. out there, but the NFL... And tuna fish, believe it or not. There's also the argument about tuna fish. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. So, uh, but the NFL and pro sports have, by and large, been exempt from antitrust. I mean, if you think about it, um, you know, there's only 32 teams in the NFL. It's a very select group, and the ability for others to come in, What's what's the what is the choice options for anybody that wants to watch other types of pro football? We've seen a couple of fledgling football leagues, the XFL. There's another one coming out. Uh, I think uh, Vince McMahon used to be with, uh, is with WWE. He started one about 10 years ago. It went defunct. It's coming back. Yeah, most of and, them are the LFL, the lousy football league. Yes. They're, they're, and, we've <laughs> seen, and we've seen lawsuits between newer teams that are trying to get a piece of this TV pot, right? That's right. That's right. And it, the advertising spot, the sponsorships. Isn't, it, it, isn't that it, how the AFL joined the NFL? Well, that was just it. Back when there used to be the NFL and the AFL back in the 60s, and they merged. The Raiders came from the AFL. They Chiefs, became part of the NFL. Patriots, yeah. and, and they have this protection that the government is not going to come in and break up the NFL to force competition among other leagues that want to break in. Baseball has the same. Pro sports essentially has these um, anti-competitive stuff. But, but the people that broadcast those sports 
don't have those same protections. And so the question here in this case is going before the Supreme Court is, is the NFL's agreement with DirecTV and others about the marketing and ability to play on television out of market games across the entire nation, does that violate the antitrust provisions as it relates to the broadcast? Yeah, the Sherman Antitrust Act, yes. right? Is that, is that going to violate it as it relates to the people that broadcast the games, not necessarily NFL as a sports entity? See, DirecTV negotiated a contract with the NFL where you could buy the DirecTV package and you could see any out-of-market game no matter where you were at any time. I loved it. Well, me thought it was great, yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, it, now they're looking at it, and of course, who's the underlying court here? It's the Ninth Circuit oh boy, Court of Appeals that made a decision that said that it could be an illegal restraint of competition under the Sherman Antitrust Act. And so now that they did that, the NFL is going to have to, they're going to have to appeal. Yeah, they, they, they are. It, well, that's what that's what's happened. It's going before yeah. the Supreme Court for the Supreme Court to determine whether or not this was an appropriate ruling to see if the NFL's hands are tied. I can tell you as a consumer, as a consumer, somebody who watches NFL games and, you know, people bug me about not going to church. And I keep saying, well, you know, it's hard to be religious and live in the NFC West. So um, I, but I would just say here it's very frustrating when I want to go tune on. Tune in and watch TV, and, and I can't get it because it's an in-market game, but the game didn't sell out in Oakland. So because they couldn't sell enough tickets, I can't go watch it from where I live. That's frustrating. A lot of different rules here, but we'll follow this because this is going to affect your ability to watch the games going down the pike. Denise, absolutely. we're at the end of our, the bottom of the hour. Quickly, what number can people call if they want to get it? It's 855-LAW-RADIO. Yes, 855-529-7234 or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. We'll be back after this. And thanks for turning on Radio Law Talk where you are on your favorite radio station, your computer, your iPhone, whatever, through RadioLawTalk.com. We'll be back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800 918 1376 well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars, and they didn't have a gazillion dollars. 
So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Radio Law Talk. Now, back to the show. So, Denise, do you like going to stand-up comedy? Do, do you like stand-up comedy? Yes. What about you, Cal? You like stand-up comedy? Most of the time I find it a little blue for my taste, but I have seen a couple of really good ones. Brian Regan was oh, a particular yes. guy who just cracked me up from start to stop. He was so good. I, I you know, yeah. look... The guy's in jail now, but Bill Cosby used to say that the hardest kind of comedy to do is the comedy that is clean, yeah. because you're trying, you're not, you're not going for the quick joke to do that. And Brian Regan does that is is so truly good. funny, it's hilarious. Is so good. Yeah. Um, I, I I saw him when he came through locally, but I saw Martin Shore and Steve Martin. My my wife and, and I saw funny. them too. They got a little crude a little bit, but still it was very funny. It was funny. Yeah, yeah they did at the end. It, mm-hmm. it was like they, I don't know why they saved all the blue material for the very end, but they know. did. So anyway, it so, is what it is. So when you go to when you go to a comedy club, why are you calling it blue? Why isn't it red? It's just what they call <laughs> blue, off meaning off color jokes. They're called blue yeah. jokes. They always have that. Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. know yeah. that. You've never heard that yeah. phrase? Never. Uh, uh-uh. On th- this episode of Radio Law Talk is brought to you by the phrase, you learn something new every day. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, w- when you go to a comedy club, you hear what they say, and look, this is endemic to comedy. You know, you've got the people that hear it. And then they think they're funny as the consumer of comedy, and you go back and you're telling the jokes to people, and, and you're getting it wrong and doing whatever. But that is just – that has been the comedy world. It's, it's what has happened. But Pete Davidson, a Saturday Night Live alumnus uh, – he's still on Saturday Night Live, and he is taking a novel approach to keep people from exp- dis- disseminating the content of his comedy a lot of times in the stand-up world yes uh comedians are trying out new material trying to to see how far they can push it sometimes they're pushing it so far that it becomes perhaps offensive the right part goes over the edge sometimes. that's right sometimes yeah. it goes over the edge in fact you saw different actors that did stand-up comedy that then were charged being racist and their careers were impacted the kramer for actor on jerry seinfeld perfect is a, an example perfect right. example also the tall guy on um married Oh, oh my gosh, I can't even remember. With children, no, 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 no. It wasn't married with children, but it was. Um, um, he was the the brother in Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know um, the guy you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. He uh, also had a problem with what some of the things he was just testing and trying out. And it, coincidentally enough, because we talked about Pete Davidson in Saturday Night Live, there was a person who was supposed to be a new featured character on Saturday Night, featured player on Saturday Night Live this year, that lost the gig because one of his bits that he was trying out. 
that was on YouTube was thought to be discriminatory towards Asian, and they had an Asian player, and so there was a, an outcry, and he was taken back. But what is Davidson doing? Pete Davidson. This is the guy who, uh, let's see, he was taken to task about a year ago, maybe six months ago, because in his weekend update, he referred to U.S. Representative Dan Crenshaw. He's the congressman who's a former, I think, Navy SEAL who's got the patch over his eye. Um, that's a, a freshman member of Congress and referred to him as you know, being like some looked like somebody out of a low budget porn flick and all that. And it came back and there's a lot of blowback on 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 Pete Davidson. Well, he's a stand up comic as well. What's he doing, Denise? Well, he is um, doing comedy and he's trying out all of his new thought provoking um Comedy, I guess. Yes. And he has a one-page contract that is—he's um, making everybody sign before they see his show. So if and I want to go and watch him, I got to sign this contract. Got to sign this contract, <laughs> and the one-page contract contains a non-disclosure agreement within it. Now the interesting thing is, he says, if you don't sign this, then you don't—we will return your money for the ticket. So he's doing this. After the consumers have purchased the tickets, but at the show. And so um, it's a work in progress kind of an argument to where he has rights to all of his work that he's doing, that he's testing it out, that he doesn't want to be disseminated publicly to other things unless he decides himself he's going to disseminate it. It also stifles free speech because any off-color jokes that he does, if it, if it may become offensive or anything like that, people can't talk about him. That's part of this contract. And this contract took me back to law school, which is so funny. What was it? This is we call it the take it or leave it, because if you go to the Pete Davidson show, you have no ability to negotiate at all. So it is OK. You bought the ticket. You've spent your night out. You, you you've planned this evening. And now I'm telling you, you have to agree this or you can't come to the show, which I think people could argue. Well, I, fine. I won't go. It's yeah. detrimental reliance, though. I you know, what if I traveled a long way for this? Right. Uh, but it's called a contract of adhesion. What does that mean? Well, it could be a contract of adhesion. Um, that means when you have people that do not have the same level of bargaining power. And somebody takes advantage of somebody else because they're a big player and the other one doesn't uh, doesn't have any rights in the transaction. And talk about rights. In this contract, it gives his company, which is called Cowardly Dog Inc., kind of a cute little thing there, mm -hmm. uh, permission to seize and destroy the contents of smartphones or other devices that are snuck into the performance. It also asks for Instagram and Twitter handles in addition to basic contact information so that you can be monitored about what you say and what you do and what you put out there to the public. How ironic a marketing tool is now being taken away from the p potential comic. But I, I, I'd like to make an aside point very quickly, if I may. Forgive me. I believe that the fact that we no longer talk about ethnic differences, cultural differences, and those things in comedy routines is in and of itself a, a takeaway of a great source of humor and a takeaway of a great source of freedom of speech. As long as you do so in not a mean or appropriate, uh, you know, appropriate way, and the audience will decide that. I think it's... I think it's uh, there's some funny stuff out there that we just can't do anymore. we got to be able to laugh at ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. just have to. You, yeah. Sometimes you need that in times of really big stress, which our country is under right now. I would think so. You right. need to have the ability to laugh at 
um, serious things. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at this this whole thing that Davidson's doing, and this is my opinion. I, I found the I found the document. It is. I mean, it's pretty small type. It's an eight and a half by eleven page with a signature block at the bottom. It's got a lot of provisions in here, and and I would say two things. First. I could understand if this document were at it used at a stand-up uh, open mic night, yes. okay, where you don't know who's going to be performing. You show up, and he decides, and that's where a lot of comics try out their new material. Right. They just they, they hop up. Nobody knows there's going to be there. They try out the material. If it works, great. If it doesn't, that's fine as well. I could understand this, but if I am going to a show, the Pete Davidson show, and I know he's the headliner for that, guess what? If I'm going there and you're charging admission for that, you have made it known to the public. You have you have broadcast this. The fact that you haven't chose to put it on TV yet, you are putting it out there. Now, I think it's I think it's perfectly justified to say there's no 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 recording of this. You, you can't bring your cell phones. You can't record it. That, that's that's a common provision. You usually can't do that if you go into a movie theater. You can't do that concerts, concerts and right. stuff like that. Right. Uh, Taylor Swift is one that is very aggressive with her team about tracking down folks that have posted things on social media. I was telling Denise, I have a friend of mine who has a YouTube channel. She's got about 50,000 followers. She does crafts and stuff like that. Went to the Taylor Swift concert down in San Jose posted on her YouTube channel, I'm here, Taylor Swift, you see her, you know, 200 yards away, a little blip, and you can barely hear the song. She gets a cease and desist from Taylor Swift's legal team. She got notice from YouTube that her account was going to be put on probation until she took the YouTube course on copyright infringement that she had to take, and they take that stuff seriously. So those protections are there, but a non-disclosure agreement like this, that's take it or leave it, where you don't have any ability to negotiate if you are the consumer, I don't think that this is going to be enforceable if he chooses to do it. Well, parts of it it may be enforceable, but parts may be invalidated because what the court may do is invalidate the terms that are beyond what a reasonable person would expect in the contract and the unreasonableness of the scope of the subject matter and the duration here because it potentially is the rest of these people's lives. A a court looks (laughs) at this, and, and here's a legal term. A court looks at this, they look for terms that are, quote, unconscionable. And if you didn't have any ability to negotiate a contract, whether it's this or any other contract, if you're presented with a take it or leave it, and then a court is going to review it, they are going to review it with an eye towards defending the person that had no negotiating power and against the person that included all the like terms. Like if you get hit in the face yes. with a hockey puck, you're on your own. Isn't it that exactly. kind of a contract? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, coming up on our final quarter hour after this break, boy, we have blown by here. we got a couple more cases, and then we got quick takes. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. Cal, take us out. Just want to remind you that Radio Law Talk is live 9 to noon Pacific every Saturday. You can listen there live at radiolawtalk.com or in many cases on your favorite radio station, and we thank you either way. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
If you're one of those independent people who want your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Infectious diseases spread by pests like malaria, Zika, and Chagas disease are causing a worldwide health crisis. Fortunately, here at home, we don't face the same level of threat, but we shouldn't let our guard down. Mosquito-borne diseases like West Nile virus and Zika are impacting communities across the U.S., and Lyme disease spread by ticks is on the rise. Whether around the world or just around the block, get the facts you need to protect your family at PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. Peekaboo. Peekaboo. Smile. Smile, buddy. Come on. Smile. Oh, honey, he's still not smiling. Maybe he's not a smiler. (sighs) Yeah, maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. You know how boys are. Or maybe he's teething. Oh, poor baby. I think his gums hurt. Maybe he's just tired. Or maybe his tummy hurts. He didn't eat that much. Maybe he's not ticklish. You think maybe he's scared of the dog? Maybe he'll outgrow it. Maybe it's a phase. Maybe he just doesn't like smiling. Maybe he has autism, and we can definitely do something to help. Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs or see a doctor today for an autism screening. The sooner it's diagnosed, the better. And it can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Today we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14, 31, I mean 13. We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds, I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, earth to Danny. Suddenly he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the school school steps, we hugged goodbye. goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. 
Brought to you by Understood in the Ad Council. Pay my fee. I'll take your cake. That is Armadillo. Are you serious? This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. Denise, there are certain constants in life. Like, oh, I don't know, football on Sundays, America, apple pie, Chevrolet, and Radio Law Talk episodes where we talk about Harvey Weinstein. What's going on with Mr. W? Well, we're getting really, really close to trial. So now you're starting to see all your pretrial motions being brought. Um, and Harvey Weinstein had a hard week last week because he had a <laughs> lot of issues before the court and he lost most of them. Um, first issue was whether or not the court would order the names of two complaining witnesses to be unsealed because they are now sealed. Nobody knows who they are. There's speculation, but, and the court said no, declined that request of Weinstein. The second request that also related to witnesses was there's two expert witnesses. Uh, The one witness for the uh, prosecution is an expert on sexual assault and rate trauma syndrome. And she is going to be allowed to be to testify over Weinstein's objections. Now, Weinstein also wanted his own expert, and he was granted that expert who can testify as to memory. But he wanted, in addition to that, he wanted her to be able to testify as to sexual interactions and the phenomenon known as voluntary unwanted sex. The court denied that last portion. That That is huge as it comes to as it comes to his defense, because it, we, we, we talked about this a couple episodes ago, maybe it was a month ago. If you, we've been talking a lot. We, we've been talking <laughs> a lot about it, but we specifically addressed the memory expert and this idea of voluntary unwanted sex syndrome that she had talked about. And just as, as a quick refresher, that is the idea that it, the way I interpreted it was this. Not all cases of, according to the theory, not all cases of a a woman engaging in sex with a man where she doesn't necessarily want to do it are rape or are forced situations. They're situations where somebody, well, I'd rather not, but I will. And kind of a situation like that, married couples have this, I'm not in the mood, but let's go ahead. And it's not, it was high on my list, but we'll go ahead and do this. And that's kind of the theory that she was going for. Also talking about, I think what she coined as a buyer's remorse idea, where maybe I was into it at the time, but afterwards I felt so bad and didn't want to do it, that, that that all kicks in. And the prosecution objected. They objected to that being let in. That was going to be a, a, a centerpiece, I presumed, of the Weinstein defense. And the court says, no, sorry, you can't do it. And and the fear the defense is going to have now is the belief that absent uh, willingly engaging in sex, any other type of intercourse or sexual activity is going to fall under the umbrella of rape. That's the defense's concern. And they didn't necessarily think it was that cut and dry. So, Right. I think it comes down to consent. It does. It does come down to this consent. I think that's why the court tried to limit it and not confuse the issue. It's, it's interesting. We talked about last segment, contracts of adhesion. 
yeah. you know, the take it or leave it. Yes. And and I think to a certain extent, that's what the victims are alleging here is they wanted to be actors. They wanted to be in Hollywood. And, and they are essentially alleging that Weinstein presented them with, I guess what you would call a condition of adhesion. No pun intended, where they said, hey, look. If you want to be in Hollywood, you got to sleep with me. Take it or leave it. That's what they're alleging. And, and they were some provided, of them, some of them are alleging rape. Yeah, so, some of them are out. alleging rape, but some yeah. are alleging that that condition applied, and and that they felt like they had no choice but to go ahead and comply with that. And you know, I, the ability for the Weinstein defense to say, well. They, they could have just decided not to have a career and not have sex with them, but they wanted to do it. I think the court's going to look at that, and, and that is going to be removed. It's going to be a tougher road to hoe for yeah, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, that defense now is not yeah. going to be offered. Um, Weinstein also asked the court to dismiss two counts of predatory sexual assault. Um, he argued that it requires the defendant have committed an underlying crime and had engaged in an aggravating crime. So he's trying to make it more proof on the prosecutor and a little harder for the prosecutors to prove the predatory sexual assault claims. Yeah, I think one of his arguments there was that the predatory sexual assault component of that, that element, actually, the evidence to support that element against him occurred before that was a violation of the law. And so this is where he is trying to argue the... The term is ex post facto, facto yes. where, where you shouldn't be able to be prosecuted for something that happened before it was a violation of law and everybody thought that. Cal, you have a comment? No, I was just going to say, I find it interesting that he basically is throwing every piece of pasta on the wall to see find one that might stick. And, and in every case so far, the judges have said, that one ain't sticking. Nope, that one's not going to stick. See you down the road, right? Well, except for the, as to the experts, he yeah. did get part of the what he wanted for his own expert. But isn't it interesting, though? Yeah. Yeah. And, and arguably, if I'm the prosecutor, I kind of welcome this for this reason. I don't want, after I get a conviction, if I'm a prosecutor, think I'm going to get one. I don't want, after the fact, Weinstein to say, I got this should be overturned because of ineffective assistance of counsel because my attorney did not raise these issues. Right. So to a certain extent, you can be upset as a prosecutor or you can say, this attorney is really helping me ensure the integrity of the conviction after I get what I think I'm going to get. Right. And and um, Weinstein also sought suppression motions. These are where you try to keep evidence out, and you do that in the beginning. And that w- evidence was from a search warrant for three email accounts. There were two work and one email. And this is a fun one because what the court determined was that the Weinstein company had a employee handbook and it said in there that all of the emails were the work product of the company so they're all work emails and they're not private so no individual could raise privacy rights as to those email accounts yeah so he lost the suppression motion as well yes and just to let you know what the suppression motion is. These are challenges primarily under the Fourth Amendment to the Constitution. The Fourth Amendment says that no search shall occur except, no arrest shall occur except by probable cause, and searches shall be pursuant to a warrant. And the burden of a warrant, a magistrate or a judge can't issue the warrant unless the judge has probable cause, as stated, to do the search. In order to challenge that, before you even get to whether or not it violated the 
Constitution, you have to prove and show to the court that you are somebody that had an expectation of privacy in the thing that was searched or seized. So if I'm in my house, I have an expectation of privacy in my house. If it's my car, I have an expectation of privacy in my car. What the court is saying here is, look, this was a search warrant for emails of the Weinstein Company. And because the employee handbook said it's the property of the company, not you, Harvey Weinstein, you don't have an expectation of privacy in it, he loses. And those come in. If, if he had won, then no email, the emails stay out. But. Right. And there were two more requests. Um, one was the re- a motion requesting the personal rec- personnel, um, yes, personnel records of a detective that had been involved. That was denied. And then the court granted uh, the request to inspect the grand jury minutes. So mostly... Weinstein lost, but he did have some wins. The, the, the request for the personnel records, some people might wonder, well, what, what, why would you want the personnel records of the detective? And the reason why is in California, we call them pitches motions. And, and what it is, is let's say somebody filed a complaint against the, uh, against the police officer for some violation, you know, uh, unlawful use of force, or they had a previous Brady violation where they had failed to disclose evidence or something like that, those things would be contained in the personnel file. So they're looking to see if there's something in the file that could be used to attack their moral character, the ability to tell the truth. And the court said, nope. So... That's right. Cal- and, and why would you want the grand jury minutes? Probably for the same reason, just to see what was presented, to see if anything was untoward. But we are at quick takes, aren't we? We are, ladies and gentlemen. We have less than a minute left. So I'm going to start with you, Mr. Kunin, for your quick take. Okay, I'm going to combine principles from our Dr. Pepper lawsuit, the Pete Davidson, the NFL. I am waiting for the frivolous lawsuit. That's from Dr. Pepper, filed by the NFL, that's the NFL, for prosecuting somebody for talking about the football game because that's not supposed to happen without the express written consent, and that would be Pete Davidson. There you go. Denise Dirks, your quick take, please. My quick take is, if I was Columbo, I would be asking just one more thing. (laughs) Do you have the legal definition for the key term of the contract, and if so, what is it? And can you say money, right? Thank you guys for being here. And <laughs> Thank you, to Cal. All of you. Yeah, 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 That'll yeah. do it for us. Radio Law Talk. Cal, go ahead and take us on out. We'll see you all next week. Got a deal. Remember, RadioLawTalk.com. We post the shows. You can listen to them again. Comb, comb the archives. Thank you, you for listening. You have been listening so to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Family, I've been telling you for quite some time how MyPillow has given me the best sleep I've ever had with my MyPillow Deluxe Pillow. Well, now through the Radio Listener Special, there's a lot of things you can save through the MyPillow Radio Listener Special. But the best deal now is a buy one, get one free offer on the Deluxe MyPillow Premium Pillows. Pick up a MyPillow right now and uh, yourself and a loved one. Best way to do it. And guess what? We've talked about the 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. But orders placed between October 15th and December 25th will have their 60-day money-back guarantee extended through 
March 1st, 2020. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, enter promo code USA, or call 1-800-951-8175 for the buy one, get one free special. Two MyPillow premium pillows for the price of one with that extended warranty. Do it now. 